This is Roy Hales with Courteous Currents. In the fifth of a series about real youth, Mark Vonish and Erica Korn talk about how this local media company flourished during COVID. There are also clips by a number of Cortez Island residents. February 2019, COVID hits. You'd think Real Youth, an organization that visits communities with cameras and facilitators and helps them make films, all of our programs got cancelled. We went from a full, full year of programming to everything being cancelled. And we quickly realized we had, to, we had to change something. We had to innovate. We had to try something new. Leading up to COVID, all of our programs were in person. And once COVID hit, we rapidly realized that was not going to be a reality anytime soon. And so like everyone else, we had to figure out a new way to operate. And so Zoom seemed to be the way so many people were communicating. So we turned to some of the work that we had done before in schools and in communities with a poetry-based program. Because traditionally, our programs were collaborative. And part of the learning would be those groups working together to negotiate what the film was going to be about and negotiate the personalities and learn how to say yes to each other and let this third thing arise that is separate from the individuals. So we wanted to find something that was equally rich but was not limited by the parameters of people needing to call in from home and be separate. But allowed us to bring in a broader group of people. It allowed them to call in from home. We broke it down into a format that could be successfully done more independently. So it was exciting to Work. Our first program, I think all of us at Real Youth joined in the program to be all hands on deck because we just really weren't sure what to expect. And then we slowly finessed it into the current programming, which is often two, sometimes three facilitators. We just had to learn a whole new lexicon and a whole new group of games to engage young people over a medium that they're probably a bit saturated in. And so how do we keep it fresh? How do we keep them engaged? How do we build trust uh, amongst young people who aren't able to have those subtle interactions that often help build a field? I feel like the feedback has been great and we've had a bunch of young people who are serial participants. Whenever we have a program, they're they're hopping in, which is a testament to young people enjoying it and, and really still it being a rich opportunity for them. Within a week of COVID, we released a new program called um, Together Apart. And it was bringing people of all ages. We had like 12 to 77 years old join the program. They made short films about their experience in COVID and and the current cultural phenomenon of what we're all experiencing. Cortez Currents has already aired one of the films from that series. Saren Anderson's Where Am I? was used to illustrate the type of film 
the participants in the Partners in Education series will be making this January. Here's an excerpt. Where I am, everyone is acting weird, and everything seems quiet except for the frogs. Where I am, everyone keeps their distance like a dance. And where I am, we gather frog eggs at opposite sides of the pond. Where I am, the pandemic is all anyone talks about. COVID-19. SARS-CoV-2. COVID-19. COVID-19. Social distancing. Stay at home. I can't go horseback riding, and I can't play with my friends. The community hall is closed, and the sign is blank. The pandemic is spreading like dandelion fluff in the wind. Yet no amount of being stuck at home or social distance can take away my fun or my childhood. I am from catching frogs and sea stars and swimming at the beach. I am from building witches' houses and tree climbing. I am from trees, trees, and more trees, ferns, and salal. I am from an island in the Pacific Ocean, made of sunshine and rain, from making pies and blackberry picking, music, sailing ships. I am from fairies and Sasquatch and kindness. I am history and the making. This history is me. Another film of interest to local residents was produced by Esther Strebos, editor of the Cortez Tideline. history in the making. Where I am, I am isolated and disconnected from touch, watching too much news. Where I am, the pandemic is getting worse every day. I can no longer travel overseas to see my family. Everything is closed, no more chatting on the streets. The hub of my neighborhood disappeared. Where I am, we are FaceTiming with animals. The pandemic is spreading like wildfire, yet no amount of worry or social distancing can take away my friends. I am from making music, focused to our Wednesdays. making art, family dinners and playing crib. I am from walking on the beach in bare feet and daydreaming, from pajama Saturdays and sleeping in. I am from quiet time, headspace and spending time in my studio. Good discussions, heated debates, compromises, and solutions. I am from laughing a lot and spending time with friends, from being kind and helpful and valuing time. I am from chocolate sprinkles and warm white bread with butter. I am from the Netherlands where I was born and my family still lives. I am from the west coast of BC, from Tofino, Cortez Island, in Victoria. 
I am from British Columbia, Canada, wild and beautiful. On March 28, 2020, I am in Cook Street Village on day 13 of my isolation. On March 28, 2020, I am Skyping with my dad, wishing him a happy 73rd birthday. On March 28, 2020, I'm FaceTiming with my partner, wishing her a good night. Where I am, I see history in the making. The people in homes are social distancing and the homeless people are gathering downtown. The clapping and noise making at 7 p.m. gets louder every day. The smell of disinfectant and sanitizer follows me wherever I go. Bonish described the Together Apart series, released in April 2020, as a springboard. And from there, managed to convince the partners that we work with every year, or organizations that we already had programs lined up with, to, to switch to doing online. So we use Zoom, bring everyone together. Instead of us going to the community and providing all the equipment, the youth are using their cell phones or whatever cameras they have at home. We're still able to have the same impact as far as, you know, kids leaving increased confidence and new new filmmaking skills and making beautiful little films. It's a simpler process. It's online, so there's a, there's a less of the, of the social connection, but we've managed to keep Real Youth going for these last two years and managed to keep all our staff on board, and we've been actually really busy. We've made 250 films since COVID started. Isana Hargrave, Melina Mararoyke, Rose Goulet, Dennis Mintz and Lily Allen made climate tripping at Linnea Farm on Cortez Island. All right, students, we're going to start where we left off yesterday in our climate change series. And what I want to call your attention to is the graph on global temperature and carbon dioxide. The red line, see increasing here, represents the change in carbon dioxide emissions between 1880 and 2019. The green line represents temperature over the same time period. So you can see that the science clearly shows that there's a correlation between carbon dioxide and temperature. So what does this mean to you? Excuse me, am I boring you? Well, there's not like we can do anything about it. Yes, there is. Come with me. We're going on a field trip. Bikes, why don't we just drive? Bikes are good exercise. Plus, it's good for the environment. One of the easiest ways to cut down our carbon footprint is to buy less stuff. We need more free stores and more thrift stores. You know, the largest part of our footprint when it comes to having food comes from transportation. 
and you can lower your carbon footprint just by growing your own garden or like here in Linnea you can buy food locally and that stops all that transportation flying food or trucking food all the way from California or Chile. Here pass these around. These were going on Linnea. Hmm. Squash. Cool. Yeah. Great field trip yesterday. I'm glad you guys are enjoying yourselves a little bit and seeing the ways that as individuals we can make a difference. But guess what? None of that really matters. Unless we get our governments to stop subsidizing the fossil fuel industry. Vanish explained that because of COVID, Real Youth has been making films similar to this with people who are hundreds or thousands of miles apart. I'd never thought that like we'd ever be making films like this, but we're actually connecting. So we get 10 seniors to sign up from across Canada and then have like, you know, 20 youth sign up. They all get matched up with, with the seniors and they're actually shooting their film through the internet. So they're going into Zoom rooms. They're doing interviews with their older partner, um, recording those and then directing the, the senior who's on the iPad on the other side to actually shoot B-roll footage of their room and old photographs and, and things that help tell the story. So the idea that we, were, we would be having youth in different cities working with an older person and shooting their film through the internet seems like an impossible thing two years ago, but now we've started to develop a system and, and made curriculum that is successful and that it's able to happen. So. As difficult as COVID has been and continues to be, it all it has also, in our case, you know, forced us to innovate and think about new ways of doing it and, and still having an impact in the world. You've been listening to Mark Vonish and Erica Korn talk about how real youth flourished during COVID. There were also excerpts from films by Saren Anderson, Esther Stribos, Isana Hargrave, Melina Mora Royko, Rose Goulet, Dennis Mintz, and Lily Allen. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.